previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Oh, Mozart's fucked off. This is, now you're stuck with me. We've not um, desecrated a corpse in a while. Why don't we just leave the body? I'll take the three boobies, you've got to take the rest, it's fine. Oh, we're going to shine our black lights over the nuns. Hello, peasants of the world, and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals gather together on the medium of the internet, have a little drink, and work out a little escape room of the ears. Happens every two weeks, and tonight, your host is me, Jonathan David Charles Saunders II. Now, I am forced by tradition to give you a bullshit fact about myself now at the top of the show. So here it is. Not two days ago, I was standing in front of a large film crew lifting a pig's head out of a bin 17 times. Did you know the film crew were there? Oh, I did. They were paying me. I mean, that, that sounds awfully true. It's very, it's, it's true. It's completely true. This, this was my, yeah, this happened. Sounds wonderful. There were also chicken heads, uh, maggots, bristles, other chicken heads that seem to have been fermented for some reason, mm. and some other paraphernalia mm. in Zurich. Oh, that sounds pretty boss. Now, it's when... always sadder when it happens in Zurich, isn't it? Mm. Oh, no, sorry, that's Christmas. Was this a prop made to look like a pig's head, or was it a pig's head made to look nope. like something else? They bought a pig's head. They did not endeavour to make the pig's head look like anything except a pig's head. What about the maggots? Uh, the maggots were real maggots, chicken heads, real chicken heads all legit i had to basically sign a form beforehand saying i was okay with doing all this stuff with... did you have to promise not to eat any of it uh no <laughs> promises necessary dom that was it was dark it was really dark uh and not very well paid but hey ho them's the breaks and locked in with me today hopefully not doing that we have I'm Jamie, and once upon a time many years ago, in order to gain a competitive advantage in a hot dog eating competition, I committed what I now realise were several contraventions of the Geneva Convention, and I only won fucking second prize. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to know, was like cannibalism in there? How, did you eat someone's finger? Didn't go as far as that. However, yeah, I re several war crimes were committed to, to gain that advantage. Uh, only a few people made it out of that competition alive. Well, I hear the International Criminal Court is going to be busy shortly, so you better get that one in. That's very true. Um, I think I'll get away with it, though. As most of them do. I, I'm Dom, and uh, I don't show up in Polaroid photos. Ah. Only Polaroids? Just Polaroids. I assume it's something about the, uh, the, the process. A hipster vampire, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be that I just white out, and people assume that it hasn't, hasn't developed. I mean, you are very white. Thank you. <laughs> Proudly so. No, let's not. <laughs> so obviously listeners can't see, but Dom's rocking the full Viking beard, helmet, horns, pale skin. It's all there with a burning village behind him. So you look at these Polaroids and go, Jesus, what is this bushy lens flare that I'm seeing? <laughs> this, this camera's shite. Bushy lens flare sounds like a like late 80s porn star. It does. Yeah. Anyway, hi, I'm Mike. Um, and at weekends, I uh, plait my armpit hair together from both arms to form a sort of hairy bra and then show up in town centres performing as Michel, uh, the human mandolin. Uh, <laughs> I strum away at my bra arm head chest. Like a true Viking. Yep. A bard. Yeah, people um, keep on throwing money at they People keep assuming I'm collecting for something, but I'm really not. Again, completely <laughs> plausible, which was a... Uh, not the objective of these, but hey-ho. Now, 
Every yeah, every fortnight, I'm slowly getting it. Very slowly getting it. We'll change it again, then I'll finally get it. Every, every fortnight, every I mean, every six weeks, some would say, John. Like, how how it strikes you as a surprise Shut every single mouth. time. It's like, hang on, this has only been happening every. Do you know how many episodes we've done, John? Two hundred and seventy-one. When your child is born, my friend, your time will come. John, what if it doesn't? What if my child is born and is like yeah, then perfect podcaster? You'll have lost your excuse. Yeah, if you're then, one of these John. bastards who like has a kid and then is just just carries on pretty much as they were. I will strangle you. Isn't that negligence? That will, yes. Um, what strangling him? <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, uh, if if you're a, if you're a father and you just live your life like you haven't got a child, isn't that? That's that's what they call negligence, I think. Possibly, but do you know what I mean? Those sort of effortless parents for whom the, everything just seems to sort of happen, and the kids great, and they sleep wonderfully, and they eat everything at the right times, and oh, potty training was a dream. I hate them all. I, if you're out there, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually always a secret, like cocaine. Like that's usually the yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> yeah, just give the just give the kid give the kid cocaine, and uh, they're easy to handle after that. <laughs> Everybody gets Indeed. a little little dab. Hang on, hang on. Wouldn't they be really difficult to handle? Wouldn't they just go nuts? Only for 20 minutes, and then they'd, uh, they'd, okay. they'd, they'd crash and keep it off. So I, when I was understudying recently, we were talking about drugs uh, in the in the dressing room, and everyone else had done a fair few, but not really me. I'm, I'd done a bit of weed once, and that's it. Uh, and they were all talking about Coke. And I just sort of said, a bit without really thinking, I'd, yeah, I'd like to try that one day. And they all just looked at me, and then one of them, who was very much the Santa Claus of the uh, the understudies, patted me on the shoulder firmly and said, "No, <laughs> no ketamine, no cocaine for you. Ketamine for you, but no cocaine. Ketamine, the training bra of the drug world. <laughs> Several mentions of bras already. That's haunting. We've had a lot of bras and hair. Yeah, that's but that's that's gonna that might come up later. You never know." Every episode of The Infinite Escape Room is brought to you by a sponsor. And this week, in a departure from the norm, I have sponsored it. I've recently set up a company producing breakfast fruit conserves. It's a charity staffed entirely by rescued South American camelids. Yes, it's all llama made. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely... I've I've missed a joke there somewhere. (laughs) What if I said it's not jam, it's llama made? Like marmalade? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this guy. I was so happy with that when I came up with it. I appreciate it. It's a good pun. We should be sponsored by wine, but we are not. We are brought to you instead by the evergreen legion of Patreons, the good folk out there, our citizens of nowhere, who give us a few quid every month to keep the show on the metaphoric road. And this week, I'd like to give special thanks to Colin Walker. Tonya Berta Halverson, Maggie B, Myrie, Christopher Chern, Caroline Hardman, Chris, mm, mm, Chris, 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 you know who you are, Chris, and CD Doily. Chris, Chris Mixell, that's it, that is. Shut up. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Mixell, yeah. Shut up. Thank you, guys, for your continued support. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Chris. I think that went well. <laughs> Tricky name. Chris, Chris. <laughs> Which is weird because it's not how it's spelt. <laughs> it doesn't start with an M. The rest of the letters are silent. It's just the one. <laughs> it's not how it's spelt. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready to enter the infinite escape room? Oh, yes. I oh, am. yes. 
Lovely. In that case, let us enter the infinite escape room. Can't decide if I've made this one too easy or too hard. Oh, no. Last week, the team were left sailing through the air after bouncing off a massive Neolithic trampoline. As you arc through the heavens, the evening summer sun beams into your face with the hot, humid warmth of a long July day. You find yourself hurtling towards a row of Victorian terraced houses and, sensing that you're about to hit a chimney, deploy your limbs as winglets and guide yourselves deftly to the side. You have, after all, been in this situation many times before. You descend towards a charming cottage garden, sunlight bathing a neat little rockery below. Patting yourself on the back about the whole chimney thing, the sideways movement sends you into a tailspin and you crash straight through the roof of the potting shed. Can I just dust myself off and maybe just cough up a lungful of debris first? That couldn't have been pretty. You may. <laughs> Did I cough up anything useful? No. Do I have Are you going to see if John had hidden something in your lungs? Like a clue. <laughs> He's a devious bastard. There's something sewn inside my stomach. Are there any scars on my stomach? Oh, imagine that. Jamie starts coughing up blood. There's a CT scanner in here. Well, blood is useful, so. Yeah. I mean, if Ben had been here, then Jamie would have coughed up lint. Absolutely. Um, can I also dust Jamie off? <laughs> As the dust from your impact settles, the shed comes into view. A table at one side has six plant pots on it. There is a shelf of supplies behind you. There is a hissing sound coming from the floor beneath the shelf. There are some posters on the wall. And there is a watering can in the corner. Can I have that again, please? Yeah, I also oh, I wrote boy. down six pots and that was as far as I got. Okay. Hissing. There's a table oh, hissing. at one side. With, I'm just, I'm just going to... Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to send you the the, I'll just, uh, the whole room. I'm sending you the whole room. I was going to say, well, you, we, just, we don't need you. Just send us the script. Oh, we'll cool. There's an answer. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, when you say supplies on, on said shelf, uh, supplies for, for, for what? What sort of thing are we talking about? Uh, there's a set of trowels for planting, two bags of compost, two bags of additive. Uh, one bag of compost has normal written on it, and the other has ericaceous written on it. One bag of additive has perlite written on it, and one has vermiculite written on it. Can you spell ericaceous for me? I wouldn't want my notes to be inaccurate. E-R-I-C. Your time has already started. <laughs> E-R-I-C-A-C-E-O-U-S. And what was the types of additive? Right, once again, I'm, oh, you know what? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Country of origin? <laughs> Ericaceous, okay. Ericaceous simply means um, acidic soil. Uh-huh. Could have just written acidic then, couldn't you? That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to the puzzle. And this how do you define normal soil, seeing as, I mean, surely there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can send Dom, she said. Yes, please. I said. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. I what, um, sorry, what's, what's perlite and vinicolite just have interest? Perlite is a soil additive consisting of small white particles. It is used to aid drainage. Vermiculite is a soil additive consisting of small gold particles. It is used to aid water retention. Oh, so they do the opposite of each other. Ah, interesting. It's interesting that our conversation before this recording was about small white particles as well and how John's not allowed to have any. Is there a door to this shed? There is. Would you like to leave? Um, let's, let's give it a go and see what happens. You can. You step out into the garden. Would you like me to describe the garden? Yes, please. The garden is square in shape. The shed is in one corner. In the next corner to the left is a pond. Between the shed and the pond is a large tree. On the wall to the right of the shed is a flower border. 
In the opposite corner to the shed is a rockery. To its right is a marshy area. In the corner to the right of the shed is the garden gate. Oh, Podcast John, Podcast John, what have you gone and done? Hello listeners, Editor John here, picking up the pieces as ever. So, you may have noticed that those instructions for the layout of the garden were very specific, but also not particularly helpful. I never gave the team an orientation for the garden, I never gave them a north, south, east and west. This was entirely deliberate. I was hoping that them figuring out the orientation of the garden based on other information that I've already given them, sneakily, would be a fun part of the puzzle to come. I was so wrong about that, as you're about to hear. So the the flower bed is between the gate and the shed, or is my drawing room? Yeah, that's what I got as well. That is correct. It's like a logic puzzle trying to work out. that. (laughs) And then the pond is... Where in relation to the shed and the rockery? In the next corner to the left is a pond. Thank you. Oh, to the left. Uh, to the left of the shed. Never mind. Um, the garden gate. Can we take a look at it? The garden gate is a solid wooden gate. You could open it at any time. There is a message written upon it. Which reads, At the end of the day, the gardener leaves, with each plant in its place, in the care of the trees. No gardener would go with seeds left to sow. Pots left to plant? Oh no, we gardeners just can't. And if you do, yes, if you dare open this gate, do you know not where, before all's well in the garden? Then Charlie Dimmitt will come and fuck you up with her hoe. Yeah. So, off you go. I've had that dream. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a subreddit that's entirely dedicated to exactly that, funnily enough. <laughs> God bless AI generation, that's all I can say. <laughs> Okay, so we need to plant these pots, plant, sprinkle these seeds, make the garden look all lovely before we can even touch that gate. Uh, inside the shed with those um, pots of the table, can we take a look at the pots? Mm-hmm. There are six pots. Pot one has some gold flecks in the compost. Pot two is a smaller pot than the others. There are some white flecks in the compost. Pot three has some white flecks in the compost. Pot four has some white flecks in the compost. Pot five has some gold flecks in the compost. Pot six is empty. Mm. And to be clear, when I say pots, these are not traditional plant pots. The pot material is um, similar to that stuff, like egg cartons, and is clearly designed to be planted in the soil where it will then decompose and allow the plant's roots to escape in time. Ah, wonderful. So, John, can I, can I get that um, six again? Pot one, there are some gold flecks in the compost. Pot two, a smaller pot than the others, there are some white flecks in the compost. Pot three, there are some white flecks in the compost. Pot four, there are some white flecks in the compost. Pot five, there are some gold flecks in the compost. Okay. Lovely. Anything around under the table other than those pots? Well, there was a hissing from from neath the table, wasn't there? What's hissing? Uh, Yeah, neath the shelf. Ah, the hissing sound. A bottle of vinegar and a bag of baking soda have fallen off the shelf and small amounts have spilled. The acidic vinegar and alkaline baking soda have reacted making a fizzy mess. It's not our shed. I don't see why we should clean up for them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Are we going to perhaps need to make a vinegary pond for instant fish and chips? Where would the potato uh, come from? from? I don't know. We'll Maybe we have to it. plant some and wait. You have 21 minutes remaining. <laughs> ah, can we go to the pond, please, John? You can. It's a, a nice pond with um, a sort of stepping down for various plants to be planted at various depths. Oh. Hmm. Underwater plants. Hmm. Any aquatic life or 
fish of any kind? Nothing of note. Standard pond stuff. Can I take a quick uh, peek at the rockery? Yes, it is a rockery. Great. It's currently drenched in sunlight. Um, inside that shed was a poster on the wall. What does the poster say? The poster says, DIY method for testing soil pH. Place two tablespoons of soil in a bowl and moisten with water. Add baking soda. If the mixture fizzes, the soil is acidic. On the other hand, if you add vinegar to two tablespoons of soil and the mixture fizzes, the soil is alkaline. We have an empty pot. We've got the watering can. Oh, yeah, that works. Wow, I did not write down half of this stuff. <laughs> there's a there's a lot in this. Sorry. Okay. The can we go take a look at the flower bed, please? The flower bed is a garden border. Does it have flowers in it? It does. Lots of them. What ones? Oh, I don't know. Dahlias, foxgloves, that sort of thing. Can you describe the dahlias to me? They are Bishop of Landaff dahlias, which is a single flowering red dahlia. Very pretty. Dark foliage. Anything else? Um, what so do they taste like? <laughs> <laughs> Would it go well with vinegar? <laughs> uh, probably not, no. I feel like we're going to need to pot some shit, mm. but I have not found anything to pot yet. Yeah. Well, presumably the, the seedlings will already be in the, in the pots. Dom is correct. Hey, the first for everything. Ah. Uh, okay. Can we take a little look at the tree in the centre? Or whatever it is. Uh, yes, it's a large tree casting shade beneath it. Okay. So ah, there's got... going to be different criteria needed for each of these mm. seedlings, yeah. I think. Yeah, needing sunshade, etc. Oh, devious bastards. Okay, so we're going to need to get these five seedlings planted in the appropriate spots in the garden because the rockery is going to be a hot, dry, sun-baked place. There's shade under the tree. We've got water at various depths for planting pots in the pond and we've got um, a flower bed. Are we able to see what types of seedlings we have, John? You are missing a section of the garden. It was something next to the rockery, but I didn't write down what it was. Oh, a marsh. We have a marsh as well. We have a marsh. Marshy area, yes, correct. What kind of garden is this? Uh, you know, uh, marshy is probably a little bit of an overstatement. An area of wet ground. I think you say an area of wetland. <laughs> Six acres of wetland next to the... <laughs> Migratory buffalo. Are they there at the moment? <laughs> Herds of wildebeest. Um, it's a, a area of wetland perhaps underneath the tap. Okay, so how do we know what seeds are what and where they need to go? Can we look, look at the watering can? Anything stuffed inside it? Or You absolutely can. As you pick up the watering can, you hear a shuffling sound. Inside it are a collection of seed packets. Aha! Nice. Nice. Let's take them out and see what we got. So, the seed packets are all empty, oh. but they are labelled, and the labels are as follows. Salvia prefers free-draining soil and morning sun will not grow well in acidic soil. Okay. I ain't writing all this. I'm just not even going to commit. <laughs> just wait until can we, the can end. Can we get this in the chat afterwards? Stop it. Blue wood... Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll write it down Blue. wrong. <laughs> Blue woodruff, a tender perennial, a useful shade-loving plant, preferring free-draining soil and a sheltered spot. Blueberry, plant in full sun, prefers moisture-attentive soil, will only grow well in acidic soil. Purple loosestrife, a marginal plant that loves full sun, and Sedum acre, a native wildflower, plant in shallow, free-draining soil, thrives in hot afternoon spots. And all of that, and all of that, is going in the text chat. Hooray. Thank you very much. What sort of time of day is it? Right now? 
Yeah. As you were sailing into the garden, I noted that... Did I? Yeah. As you arc through the heavens, the evening summer sun beams into your face okay. with the hot, humid warmth of a long July day. So at the moment, the setting sun is on the rockery. Correct. So I guess the first thing is to work out what we've got in minutes. our five. Is it 15, though? I feel like we've had 10 minutes of exposition just to kind of... Um, anyway, sorry. Um, Charlie Dimmick is hungry. I reckon we let her come. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so saliva prefers free drink. <laughs> so I guess we um, have to work out what's in each of the pots first. We have we can test a bit of the soil pH to work out which is which, and we're also we also know which ones have perlite and vermicellicolite in it. Yeah. Versimilitude in. So, yeah, so it was a perlite and, yeah, vermiculite. 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 So, there's a process of sorting now. Uh, John, can I... Get some music? Sure thing, buddy. Can I take a small pinch of the soil from pot number one, Mm -hmm. put it in pot number six, and add a small amount of baking soda? And some water. And a little water. And I guess I'll go to run to the pond. The soil mixture fizzes. So it's acidic. Correct. It's acidic. Uh, Can I please repeat this process with pot two? Nothing happens. So that's not acidic. Can I repeat the process with pot three, please? Nothing happens. Pot four? Nothing happens. Pot five? Nothing happens. Uh, Should we repeat the process, but with vinegar instead of baking soda? Yes. Um, okay, pot one, nothing happens. Pot two, nothing happens. Pot three, fizzes. Pot four, fizzes. Pot five, nothing happens. Cool, so... Sorry, uh, three, that was three and four fizzing? Yes, 13 minutes. Number one is our acid, three and four are the alkaline. Yep. Yep, uh, which means two and five are basic bitches. <laughs> yep, just <laughs> neutral. Okay, so if we consider pot one to start with, so we know that there is... For versimilitude in it, and it's acidic. Uh, so versimilitude means that it needs to. It be... means it re- retains its moisture, right? Yes. So that way we know that it's not salvia. Yeah. So we want so that be the blueberry. Full sun. Yes, because planting full sun prefers moisture retentive soil will only grow in acidic soil. Nice. Yes. Nice one. So Burberry is the first one. <laughs> Imagine if you could grow Burberry berries. Wouldn't that be incredible? So Blueberry goes into the <laughs> first pot. Starts shouting at the other berries and throwing monster cans at them. <laughs> um, Blue Woodruff has a tender perineum. That's what it says here. <laughs> tender perennial, which simply means that it dies back in winter. Likes the shade, so could go under the tree. Free drinking soil. Oh, yeah. There's a free drinking soil, which is the... So that means it needs to have gold. Uh, wait, uh, no, per, no perlite. One of the white ones. White. So actually, yeah. that so that might actually be num- pot number two, blue woodruff. Uh, so pot number two is slightly smaller. So does that? Uh, oh yeah, that's true. Oh, and there's one that needed um, shallow oh, plant the, in shallow. Yes, yeah, so that so that's be cedar the, maker. There, the cedar maker. Yeah, eleven minutes. Okay, so so we're saying number two is cedar maker. Yes, I think that can only be cedar maker. Okay, okay so pot three. Um, is again 
free draining. And again... It's an alkali. Alkaline. I've written fizz here. That doesn't fucking help, does it? <laughs> no, unless you know what it is. Um, but that one could be the one that we have no real help with. Um, the 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 purple purple uh, Lucy Lucy Drift. Purple loose strife. That's what yeah. I said. What's what's marginal? Uh, marginal plants like to be sort of next to water or in shallow water, or um, perhaps that very common occurrence in an English garden: the marsh. The pond. No, I'd say the pond is water. You, that's not next. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. So I have a pond. Don't derail this. And purple loosestrife grows in it. Oh, oh okay. Ah, okay. So possibly actually purple, so pot three may so well that's be... that's not marginal so much as aquatic then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right, you go and write to the RHS and you tell them they've got their naming system <laughs> oh, wrong. Oh, fuck. Good luck with this. <laughs> I've got a few things to say to the fucking RHS, I'll tell you. <sighs> So the, the, the purple purple Lucy is, uh, so that one's retentive. So that's the other gold one, that number five. Yes. Okay. Purple Lucifer. <laughs> I'm very much enjoying Dom's renaming. The most fabulous of all the Lucifers. Very, very good. Purple Lucifer. <laughs> I bet it's that. There's a variety of something out there that's called that. Uh, I've no doubt. So now we've just got three and four, which are identical. And that leaves us with the... The, the, uh... Uh, can we can we see how wet the soil is in each one? Mm. How wet is the soil in each pot? In in each specifically, pot. three and four. Okay, so pot three and pot four. I'm just going to take a moment here because I don't want to give you the wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. This is this is the sound of John hastily fixing a bit of puzzle. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's that guilty little twitch of the eyes. <laughs> Okay, I've made a small error. <laughs> there he is. There's our guy. <laughs> so I said that plop that plop three pot three plop three is is when vinegar is added to its soil. You did that was incorrect. Oh. nothing happens at all. Okay, no matter which is added to its soil. Uh -huh. I will give you a couple of minutes for that. I think eight minutes. <laughs> you will have two and a, and a biscuit. <laughs> So we've got one acid, one alkali. Okay. Bastards. Okay. Uh, and they, they both hate water. <clears throat> well, you've got one acid. Uh, sorry, you've got one alkaline, one nothing. One neutral. Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I meant through, throughout the whole thing. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's so it's essentially wood, rough, and salvia that we need to work out which goes which. Uh, oh, no, it's not. Sorry. I. Oh, no, is it wood, rough, and salvia? Wait, no, we've got, we must have salvia, right? Because so, we've got information on that that tells us about it doesn't like acidic. So then that means then three, no, f uh, four must be the salvia, right? And three must be the, the, the dandruff with the tender perineum. I suppose it doesn't matter because no, salvia doesn't, doesn't like acidic soil, but we don't have three and f neither three or four are acidic, are they? Oh, uh, okay. Damn, that would have been easy. But four is alkaline. Which would very much imply it doesn't like acid. Indeed. Whereas the other one just doesn't care right if it's not one or the other it just doesn't care so theoretically then so that would means plot that... one be blueberry plot two be seed acre plot three be dandruff plot four be saliva and pot five be purple loose strife does does the logic check out there I don't know. Does it? I mean, it sounds good. It sounds correct to me. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it with such confidence and authority, Mike. I'm willing to take that. That's what I have written down. I think it's easier to go with what we've worked out. He before. spoke those words in the tone of an educator. 
Well, I've written five twice on my little diagram here, which <laughs> doesn't... Okay, so yeah, I've got... I never uh, learned how to count higher. I've got Bluebree as one, mm-hmm. Maker as two, Dandruff as three, Salvia as four, Purple as five, and six is now just full of lots of little bits yeah, that mush, poking yeah. in there and playing with. Yeah. So yeah, now we need so... to work out quickly where to put them all then. Yeah, in seven minutes. Right. Okay. Um, so pot number one prefers free draining soil and morning sun. Um, so where's free draining? It has that's morning not sun. Pot that's, that's not pot number one. That's not pot number one, Michael. <laughs> that's that's, out, pot that's saliva. Four. Oh, shit. Sorry. Blueberry. <laughs> a plant in full sun prefers moisture retentive soil. And it needs uh, to be acidic. Okay. So full sun, where would that be? Oh, at the moment, it's the rockery, but yeah. the evening. What what direction is this garden facing? Is it south facing garden? You will have to work that out. Okay, so we step out into the garden. Uh, yep. Where's the sun? <laughs> the sun, as you step out into the garden, the sun is directly behind you, shining over your shoulder onto the rockery. It's also kind of bathing towards the right side as well onto the marsh. Area. Wait, so when you say it's directly behind me, um, yes, what, what, like over your shoulder. And so if I so if I turned around to look at the sun, which which compass You'd go blind. direction would that be? <laughs> You'd go blind. Because I don't think my picture's correct. And I, also, I think it's probably not correct as well. And I, <laughs> did you say about, I mean, which sheds normally have four walls? Which which wall is the door in compared to the rest of the garden? If I've stepped out Irrelevant. the... Irrelevant. Okay, I, so I think, based on this, I would assume that the shed is in the south side of the garden and the sun is coming in over the back of it. That would be my assumption. But the sun doesn't set in the south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's like south facing. Hang on. Oh, fuck's sake. And now the fall of horror reveals itself. Okay, so we step outside the shed. Oh. The shed is to our back. Where is the sun right now? The sun is over your shoulder. If anything, slightly over your right shoulder. Okay, cool. So that's where, the west. I was going to say where my hand Wait, is. if I turn on the spot, does it remain over my shoulder? <laughs> you are not a wizard, Dom. Okay, so is this... <laughs> oh my god, Michael! Is Michael, this it's blurry? It's blurry. <laughs> Dom, Dom's Dom's diagram is Dom's oh diagram accurate? Um, no, not really. <laughs> Damn! Everyone is just showing me pictures now. Show us yours. Well, it's because you, it's because you have the visual fucking orientation of everything. This garden somehow be a critical puzzle component, you ape. Without yes, explaining where I things did. are on a puzzle compass, you prick. I explained exactly where they are, but with no compass. And I told you where the sun is pointing at a given point. Okay, let me help you out. The sun sets in the west. I know that. Which means when the sun is setting, it is shining towards the east. Uh, yeah. Yes, but if my garden's not drawn correctly, that's completely useless because the rockery could be in the wrong place. I, show me your picture, Dom. Oh, my God. So based... Right, your main problem, Dom, is the tree. The tree... I thought it was in the middle. Right. Oh, it, it, okay, so the tree's the far west, yeah? Is the tree the west between no, the shed the tree, and the pond? The tree, your shed is in the right place, Dom. Oh, good. The tree should be directly in front of the shed. Is in on the north wall. How'd you get out, the then? pond, the other side of the tree. The north wall. Right, there we go, guys. He said it. Oh, you fuckers. You <laughs> wore me down. You nightmare. Okay, can we can we have the entire garden description again then, please, John? Yes, you can. <laughs> In a moment, when I find it, because there's so much writing. There's so much writing. I didn't write it. And let me stop you right there. 
you can probably see where this is starting to go, everybody, and I'm going to spare you the resulting row. Let me describe it for you instead. Dom gets so cross that he pulls out his entire own beard, Mike has to go for a little calm down and then come back, and Jamie sits quietly and pliantly in the corner because he's actually got the right answer and has had it all along. So, let's play a little game, shall we? I'm going to give the team and you the description again. And I'm going to leave a correct drawing of the garden in the show notes. So, take a seat, get a pen and paper, and write down how you think this garden looks. Did you get it right? The garden is square in shape. The shed is in one corner. In the next corner to the left is a pond. Between the shed and the pond is a large tree. On the wall to the right of the shed is a flower border. In the opposite corner to the shed is a rockery. To its right is a marshy area. In the corner to the right of the shed is the garden gate. So blueberry goes in the marsh. Let's chuck it in there. It's in okay. there. I force it down with my heel. Excellent. That's definitely a good idea. We don't idea. need trowel. Uh, <laughs> Just dig it with our second hands. Cedar maker wants shallow, free-draining soil, thrives in hot afternoon spots. So stick it in the rockery. Okay. Lovely. Uh, the dandruff, uh, tender perineum, likes its shade. Uh, stick it under, uh, under the tree. Okay. Uh, the saliva, morning sun. So if the sun rises in the east, so uh, the west wall. So I guess in the, in that bit of nowhere between the rockery and the pond. Could go in the flower bed on the west wall. Yeah, sure. Flower bed, yeah. why not? And then what's the last one? Purple Lucifer uh, loves the full sun. One and a half minutes. So that would go back. That would go to the marsh as well, wouldn't it? Marginal on the edge of the pond. Oh no, in the pond. He told us his are in the pond. In the in the pond. Uh, in the shallow bit. Yeah, where it gets the sun. Okay. Are you ready to open the garden gate? That's ready. I'm going to try and climb the fence. That's ready as well. No. I want to get some trowels. Use them as weapons in case Charlie tries to fuck with us. I'm going to drown myself in the pond. I'm going to get me some baking soda and vinegar ready to get in people's eyes. Molotov cocktail, motherfucker. Are you ready to open the garden gate with one minute to go? Yeah, why not? You swing open the garden gate and are confronted by an awful sight. A giant buxom redhead stands before you, draped in burning bras. Her shovel-like hands lift you effortlessly into the air and, grunting as she does it, she proceeds to a large greenhouse, throws you inside and locks you in. You are surrounded by very exotic plants. Some of them are quite pretty, and the scent is delightful. Slowly, though, the plants turn their heads to face you. Did one of them lick its lips? Hard to say. You have failed my puzzle. (laughs) I'm going to get eaten by Audrey, too. Ah, shit. You were so close. What was wrong? And so hampered at every have... step of the way <laughs> by the descriptions given Should to have us. Swapped the, the no, and the pond around. You, sh- Jamie, your instinct to put the loose strife in the marsh as well was correct. I never said only one plant ah, could go in one place. Tits. So is that because it wouldn't get enough sun in the pond? Correct. Uh, it would not have been in full sun. Also, if you had tested the soil in the locations in the garden, you would have found that the pond soil was acidic. So testing the soil at the spots in the garden was my next thing. The vi- oh, we had to get the soil out. I was thinking about pouring vinegar into a pond and wondering how it was going to get into the soil. But yeah, we could get, take the soil out, yeah. No, that was that was my next thing until we had, um, I can describe as map gate, where I <laughs> have absolutely no clue where anything is in this garden, and yet it's utterly critical to it. Like literally, uh, when you were just saying... And it was very clearly described. 
but no, no, it was it no. was very extensively but, described. It wasn't clearly just saying you leave a shed, and I think okay, so I don't know which door I'm coming out of already because sheds have two sides if it's in the corner, so you could leave from either of those sides, and you go on your right, and I think is that along the wall? Is no, that no, into no. the middle? No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said this: the shed is in one corner. In the next corner to the left is a pond. Who's left? Between the shed to the left of the shed. Right, but as if we exit I'm, the shed, if you're standing. If you're standing by the shed, so this, you look this to your shed, left, but you've, you're making an assumption about which way I'm facing when I exit the shed because sheds are, are no, 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 square. I'm, I'm telling you, it's in a corner, and the corner to the next left has a pond in it, and between these two things is a tree. <laughs> that can only be one arrangement, but it's still to the right on my picture. The pond and oh, the tree is to the right. Your, your, your picture's right. Well, it's, it's the, the same with me, John. It's no, the same. It I is. got it as well. It is. It is from a bird's eye view. But if you're standing by the shed, it's to your left because you're on the floor. No, it wouldn't be. utterly hateful. Editor John here again. Just gonna sort something out. Like, nobody's listening. <laughs> Like this, this, this whole section has been edited out. All the unedited patrons have gone online. They've all cancelled their subscriptions under my express under my express recommendation. Please, hashtag map. This is clearly this is clearly the end of the podcast, folks. It's been a great run. It's been a really great run. But you know, 272 episodes it seems was 271 too many. So let's just, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show, or at least enjoyed all of us falling apart including me i have a strong su- sneaking suspicion that in the episode after this i'm going to get absolutely roasted for this so tune in next week to find out quite how uh, how toasty i get if you want to find us on the internet we can be found at www.gardeners what sorry <laughs> www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com or at, at tier underscore podcast if you would like to rage against the machine that is jamie hello we love you lots, and we'll see you next time. Good bye bye bye. Bro, I'll get a drink. I'm sorry. All right, unedited Patreons. I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was thinking. I just. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Father. Oh, hey, Jamie. <laughs> mm. That's okay. I won't disturb you. You carry on. I I feel like you were quite on it in this, but you didn't talk much. When you spoke, you were right every time, but you you were quite quiet. The 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 map gate thing, I think, I I got the the direction. So, could I see your picture? Uh, oh, I've got a little data slate thing. So it's been wiped clean. Um, no, but if I recreate Jamie, it, the evidence for the defense. This is how I imagine it. So, sheds in the northwest corner. Correct. The door door to the shed is south, facing south. You leave the shed. You are facing. It, south. it could be. It doesn't matter. To your left, then. If you are facing south, to your left is the east. Correct. So the pond then, yeah, so the corner to your left is the east corner. That's where the pond and the tree would be. Correct. So that's that's how, you, that's how your north wall looks. Oh, yeah, that's the tree in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Okay, yeah, cool. That's fine. That's so, fine. yeah, I get it. Yeah, you were you were doing it correctly. I will I will I will defend you in the episode for that 